T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Speaking of explosives. Yeah. You remember when the Chiefs made the pivot? We'll take a break. As we've now celebrated a second. I may start smoking today. Go out for a cigarette break after that. Second Super Bowl. Thank you, B-Dub. A second Super Bowl. A run with Andy Reid of a decade. Let's go back to that bad time for a moment. For a moment. No. When they were. We were flying banners. Yeah. Burning tickets. Want everybody out. Screaming about Lewisburg. The organization made a major pivot. And it wasn't just getting rid of Pioli and getting rid of uh, Todd Haley. No, not at all. It was changing how they do business. Mm -hmm. Changing how they're involved in the business. And uh, and Dustin Colquitt dropped by on Wednesday at the uh, the parade, and he was a part, of course, of both regimes. But he shared with us a story about how different it became because Clark Hunt took ownership of the team and then brought people in and said, here's what we're going to do that's going to be different. Me and Dwayne Bowe and 11, 12, 13 executives had to sit in there and answer to Clark for what happened in between 2009 and 2012. And he said, he didn't tell me what was who, but he said something big is about to come here. Now, I didn't know it meant a big human being. Right. And a big personality <laughs> right. and one of the best coaches ever in the game. But when was that conversation? When did that conversation take place? It happened uh, Janu- uh, when we came back from Denver. And right before January 6th, was so, that when yeah. they all made all those changes? Yeah. The Pioli changes? Yeah. Yeah, and I remember going like, wow. Because you know how that building was. It was, oh, it was awful. I remember yeah. going in thinking like, is this is this, is this, room bugged? And Clark's like, well, I think, yeah, this, well, is, this is my room now. And this is what's going to happen. We have big change. We're going to have a big change in here. Right, because there were big rumors change. that Pioli was bugging the place. <laughs> <laughs> We might have to go on Howard Stern to talk about this kind of thing. Um, <laughs> we'll do a podcast. No, nah, and it's – look, I, I think that that – you know, when, when – when you know, I've had things in my life that has helped me change change and, and go, and I think that he's he's done some, some great things now since he's left here. This was a – this city had too much potential for that for that crowd to be in here. Yeah. I think we all know that. Yeah, we all do. So what, what did Clark say to you guys? Like, when you say how to answer – you and Dwayne Bowe and executives, well, what are you answering for? Like, what I had raised a lot of kids here at this time. I still saw myself being in this city. And so I just, from 2009 to 2012, anything you said and did were, was hold, held against you. And so when he came in, he just said, look, this is a clean slate. You're in this room because we want to know your opinion on what's going on. They had a system involved where it was all the coaching staff, then Scott, then – then, then it went to Clark. 
And so that's the only voice he heard from. And so he said, all that's going to be gone. And I was like, okay, wow. And, you know, he said, whether the siblings agree with it or not, this is, this is kind of what's going down. And he, man, he, just, he just said, look, we're doing this. We're doing something big. This city deserves more. He saw his father fight for this place. He saw him move from Dallas to the Midwest. He saw the open arms of Kansas Cityans prepping for his games. I mean, this is, this is the SEC of NFL football. You, you know, it, it, we all know the stories that took place when Dustin Colquitt and those guys were here with Pioli back in, in that regime. The bugging, you know, people thought the, you know, the plants were bugged or whatever. It may have been, may have been I, I, I don't know. Dustin did say something there about, you know, um, you know, if you said anything, it was held against you. That's technically illegal. He could have gone to the, to the courts about that one, and everybody in that organization could have gone to the courts. If they were holding stuff against you, that's workplace harassment, Josh. And I, I think at that point in time, no, you know, nobody was going to go to the authorities or anything like that, but they needed to clear Scott Pioli out because you can't have somebody in a supervisor role that is basically holding biases against people inside the organization for speaking out and feeling like they can't share their opinions. I, I, I think, number one, it's illegal. And number two, it, it is because uh, I just took a class on this. And number two, it is it is something that makes your players not feel like they are part of what is going on. And if people who have been around the league, like a Dwayne Bowe and a, and a Dustin Colquitt for a while have been around this league and they've got opinions and, and things and they don't feel like they can share them. That's not an appropriate workplace. And so Clark made the right decision by moving on from Scott Pioli, not just because the results weren't there, but when you hear about the toxic atmosphere that was being created in that building, I mean, my gosh, they, they're lucky that he was only there for four years or whatever it was. And, you can't create a toxic work environment. And then to to also be isolated from said work environment, like not knowing what was going on in that building. Right. You're only getting one side, one of, side of things. One yeah. side of things. Because and it was like it was everybody was just it was Scott Pioli would report to Clark and nobody else was allowed to go to Clark. You had to go through Scott to get to Clark. Well, I mean, you've got a blocker there, a wall in front of you to get to the to the owner. That that's not something that's that's tolerable. Yeah. Hey, what's hey, what's going on there? No, nothing. Everything's great. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Everything's, yeah, everything's, great. everything's wonderful. Everything's man. great. Yeah. Oh, OK. All right. See you later. Yeah. Meanwhile, there's. People pressed up against the glass going, no, it's not. No, help, 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 help. help." And finally, some folks spoke out and they lost enough games where they needed to make change. And it was it was it was organizational change. It was a cultural change. And and Andy Reid was the breath of fresh air that everybody needed to come in. And look, look what's happened since the day he took over. They haven't looked back and they've won two Super Bowls in that decade. And thank goodness they moved on from Scott Pioli when they did, because who knows where this organization would have been had they continued to try to make that work here in Kansas City. Who would he hire next? You know what I mean? Like, who would have been, like, if they kept him? Oh, who, if they kept Pioli. Like, who would he have hired? I don't know. Yeah, I, who knows? It wouldn't have been Andy Reid. Look, bro, I, I, I've told Andy you. Reed, I, I told <laughs> Andy Reid left him on the tarmac. So it wouldn't have been Andy Reid. No, Reed, it wouldn't have been I mean? Andy Reid. No, but because I, I, I told you years before that, when they made that first hire, um, with they, they they hired who was their first coach that they hired? Well, it was Haley, right? Yeah. And and they originally wanted Mike Shanahan to have the job. And and this is a story I heard from a from an NFL coach at the time, and who was going to come here and be part of Mike Shanahan's staff. And it all fell apart at the last minute because Shanahan realized, wait a second here, I don't want to work for this guy. 
This guy, no, I'm not going to work for this guy. He's going to have all the control and everything. Nah, I'm not going to be part of that environment. I don't want that to work. And so when they fired Herm Edwards, it was a while before they hired anybody because nobody wanted to take the job in Scott Pioli's first minutes on the job. So Todd Haley was the first head coach that a guy like Scott Pioli, who had all the cachet and all that stuff, we should have known at that point in time that Todd Haley was the only guy that said yes to you to be your head coach, that's the guy you chose, that should have been the red flag right away. It would have been Josh McDaniels or something, right? Probably, or or Matt Patricia, or Bill O'Brien, or I don't know what other... For sure, somebody from that Romeo system. Romeo Cronell maybe would have been the head coach sooner rather than... Charlie Weiss maybe would have been the head coach sooner rather than later uh, instead of Todd Haley. Who knows where they would have gone with that? Trying to see, Trying to see where McDaniels lines up as... He'd have already been fired as the Broncos head coach. Right. So he was with the Rams as the offensive coordinator. Rams in 11, back to the Patriots in 12. So so he was, so what year, where was he in 09 when Pioli came in? Uh, Broncos head coach. Broncos head coach, yeah. So he couldn't have brought Josh McDaniels. No, no, I'm thinking after Haley. Like if they'd have kept, if they'd have kept Pioli. Oh, 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 I see what you're saying. 2012, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, probably Josh McDaniels. Oof. Probably Josh McDaniels. I trying to do the timeline yeah. there, no, kind of on the fly yeah. and going, yeah. Oh, they'd, if 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 Clark Hunt would have just said would have listened to just Pioli, right? And Pioli could have said Haley's the problem, mm-hmm. and if we get rid of Haley, everything will be fine. And kept him, and kept him. Would he hire Josh McDaniels and yeah. he'd still be? Oh my! But, but he'd also been through Haley. He'd been through Romeo Cornell. He'd been through a two and fourteen season. He'd been through the we're not gladiators, the Matt Castle. Like he he failed every right. step of the way. It worked yeah, out it all right. Worked out all right. Sometimes you got to hit rock bottom before you Man. get you bounce back up. We play uh, Mary F. Kill, kind of next. Fesco in the morning, brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. 610 Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
I want to play a little uh, play a little game here. What would you do? Oh, I and, love that show. And what do you think the Chiefs will do? Because those are those are oftentimes two different answers. Oh yeah, well, right. <laughs> you're asking the wrong guy. No, I'm asking the perfect guy. All right, all of us. Because there's things we would do, but what do we think the the franchise will do? Because they got a, you know, they got a lot of stuff to get done yet mm-hmm. before we get to uh, to next season. Right. The, the as, as Andy Reid went in and you know talked to the team and told them. You know, enjoy this time together because it's coming to an end. Right, like, right, right, right. Changes are coming, and it's the reality of, of football life. 35% of the roster roughly will be turned over going into next season from this team. That's the rate of uh, of turnover in the NFL from one year to the next. About 35% of every roster turns over. So, well, I want to run through some players, and we'll have all of us decide what we would do. Okay. And what we think the Chiefs will do. All right. Which may not be in, in lockstep. So let's start with uh, Orlando Brown. Gone. Gone. I'm in the move on phase too. Yeah. I just don't think he's any good. I don't want to hear about your semi-pro football out of focus nonsensical stats. I got an eye test and the eye test told me that I had to worry about him on every play. I never had to worry about Eric Fisher. I didn't as much as my wife thought he was no good. My wife. I enjoyed Eric Fisher. I thought he was a really, really good player. And once Andy Reid and that Mahomes system kind of got going, I thought Eric Fisher was brilliant at that left tackle spot. I never thought that about Orlando Brown. I feel like they have uh, given him a lot of help this year. Well, with running backs, too. Chipping with running backs, all extra tight ends his way. I want to lock it up left tackle. I want Anthony Munoz. I want Orlando Pace. I want Willie Rofe. What do you think the Chiefs will do? Which I think is a different answer. I think they'll franchise him for one more year. I yeah, do too. I, I, I think am, you will. I am firmly that I think they're going to franchise tag him for one more year, but it does give you the opportunity to then draft the left tackle of the future. Yes. But it also gives you an opportunity to franchise and trade him too. You know, you you could you could do that also, Josh. Yes. Yeah. If there's a team you find that would give him a long term deal, maybe you can work right. out a, a, a thing with them to to go ahead and trade him, uh, or it buys you a year to legitimately have a offensive tackle you believe is going to be that guy they tried to draft a few that haven't immediately jumped in yeah um lucas, lucas niang darian canard darian canard like okay you find maybe use that upper pick maybe use the first pick i would use the first pick myself. well I, and we saw a mock draft with todd mcshay yesterday has a left tackle going to the chiefs in the first yeah. round some guy from maryland that you never did hear of or and- maybe they tr- they trade up to get that to get and they could. Uh, one of those one of those tackles. And they they could, could very well. They have a lot of resources to be able to trade up too if they would. Free agency to, so. opens on March fifteenth. That is the first day of the league year I saw on NFL Network this morning. So we're less than a month away from the start of free agency, which means this is happening fast. The combine's coming up quick. This is moving really, really fast right now. Uh, Chris Jones. Well, hang, right back to Orlando Brown for just one second. If he was the right tackle, I would say sign him to a long-term deal. He's fine. But left tackle, defensive end, and quarterback, you need superstars. Orlando Brown, to me, is not a superstar. And he doesn't want to play right tackle. And he doesn't want so. it. Yeah, right. Uh, Chris Jones, what do you think, or what would you do, first and foremost? What would I do? I would give him a three-year extension. I'm definitely re-signing him. Three to five years. With like four and five being yeah. invisible. Funny money. Funny money years yep. that if he gets there, it gets there, but probably not. Yeah, the first I, three take care I, of him. I hope they extend him. I, I really do. Yeah, and I think they will. I think they'll offer him an extension. You don't think he's going to play the what, hometown discount anymore? What do you anymore? think the Chiefs will do? I do think the yeah, Chiefs will offer him an extension. extension. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think a three-year extension. Does he take it, though? 
I don't know. What well, if he doesn't? What, he plays out the last year. I don't know what the guaranteed money. Tell me what the guaranteed money is. Yeah. Maybe he wants to be paid like the best defensive player in the NFL. But when you're approaching the age of 30, your value in the NFL drastically falls, right? I mean, you can, well, you smart can, teams drastically fall can, at the age of 30. You can say that. You can't tell me that. Right. I'm I, playing my best football my entire life. But I, I understand that. I get it. You're, right <laughs> now you are. But is somebody going to be willing? And somebody's always stupid and spends bad money. Yeah. And somebody in five years will pay Chris Jones money or whatever it is. And the, the, the franchise's fan base will complain that they invested all this money in an aging defensive tackle. If, if I'm Chris Jones, I look here to sign that three-year extension. And then you know what I do? I pull in an Indomitian Sue, and I go to the highest bidder every year on one-year deals. Start being a merc. Yeah. I, I mean, Indomitian Sue played that brilliantly. Yeah, That's a great move by him. Make cash, play on good teams, only play when you really want for who you really want. That's what I would do with Chris Jones. Take your three-year extension here in Kansas City, which actually gives you four years, right, unless you wipe out that last year and then give him three guaranteed years or something like that. But I, I, I my philosophy, and, and, you know, like I said, I've been wrong before with Travis Kelsey and whatnot. But once you hit that 30-year mark, I'm moving on from you. I'm moving on from you. So I would give him three years and, and maybe that fourth just for a little saving grace. And then I'd be done with him. And then if I was Chris Jones, I'd be, I'd be cool with that. And then i go from team to team to team. Who's, who's going to offer me the most money? And I'll play for you that year. Yeah. See, I think the next guy's in that camp right now. And that's Frank Clark. I don't know what to do on this one, man. I just don't know what to do on this one. I, I, I mean, I want to bring Frank. I like Frank. I'm like in the minority on this. I, I'd bring him back on one-year deals. Yeah, one-year deal. Yeah. But if I'm Frank, I'll, I'll play I'm Frank here. I'm the Merc now. Yeah, you, you go for wherever the me? highest money is. Yeah. Who wants me? Yeah, Let's yeah, go. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna Melvin Ingram. I'm going to Carlos Dunlap this thing, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um, what do I think the Chiefs do? I, I don't know. I don't think he's back. No. I don't think the Chiefs bring him back. I, man, I, I would I would offer him a one-year team-friendly deal, but that's it. I think he's going to go down as a very polarizing player for like how you remember Frank Clark. I remember Frank Clark as a guy who's dominated in the postseason, yeah. and that's all I need, man. What would you do with Juju? See ya. The Chiefs have shown that they can go out and get wide receivers. Now, I don't want it to become a pattern where they're getting you know nobodies and not giving Patrick Mahomes any help. But I feel like there's another Juju Smith-Schuster waiting to come here to Kansas City. And if Juju wants to go out there and get paid, he almost had 1,000 yards receiving this year. Maybe somebody's going to pay him, but I'm not interested. And neither are the Chiefs, as they've shown with Tyreek Hill. They're not interested in investing $75 million or something like that in a wide receiver at this point in time. Yeah, for me on Juju, I think it's a team-friendly deal. You're you know, shaking, for me, shaking your head. You're going, ah. For me personally... Uh, I, it wouldn't be a long-term deal at all. It'd be maybe a one- to two-year team-friendly deal incentive-loaded. You say these team-friendly deals, but, like, from a player's perspective, I'll just give you their perspective. I'm not taking anything that's team-friendly. I got a limited and, shelf life, man. You right, know? and that's on them. You know, do you want to play for a championship or do you want to get the bag like Tyreek? And I'm not going to fault you for either way. Oh, no. I didn't I, fault Tyreek for going to get the bag. Got to get the bag. You got to get the bag. do you want the championship? And See? Juju hasn't had the opportunity to get the bag yet. No, he Correct, but he's also been pretty loyal. He has. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm making him my offer. Not his offer. I'm making him my offer. Take it or leave it. Yeah. I think that what the Chiefs will do, I think they think they'll try because he fits this offense great. He, he does. does. Yeah, he does. I think, it's, I think it's best for him. Like, it's best for him to be yeah. here. Win championships. Being a, an offense that fits your skill set, but there's frankly probably going to be another team that's going to want to pay you more, yep, and it's not going to be here. Tax, so, yeah. do you want to do you want to be here or not? Here's my here's what we can do for you, and here's what the Chiefs can do for you. Mm-hmm. If it's the money, somebody else could do that for you. Yep.
And it works perfectly for him if Sky Moore becomes that guy that can stretch the field, blow the top off the play, then he can play the receiver just like he did this year. Find those Work spots the in the, the zone, find them, sit down, catch the ball, 1,000 yards, touchdowns. Uh, McCole Hardman, what would you do? I'm out. 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 What do you think they'll do? Out. I do too. Out. Yeah. I don't think you can't stay healthy. I think that one's off the books. Here's an interesting one that's under the radar. Juan Thornhill. I like Juan Thornhill. Love Thornhill. Everybody does, but I'm moving on. Why? Wasn't that the guy that Mitch said would get a gold jacket one day? At one point, yeah. yeah. I think I think uh, I think they drafted a safety last year, <laughs> Brian Cook. Mm-hmm. And the express written consent of letting Brian Cook moves in. They draft another safety as mm-hmm. the third guy. Okay. That's where I think they go. Yeah. And I don't have a problem with that. What I would do versus what I, I, I think I'm kind of in your camp with that. What they will do. What I, I like Juan Thornhill. I bring him I back. Too. But, I do too. But, but again, I I'm not overpaying. I'm I not overpaying anybody. I don't know that there's a spot for it. If you want to pay for mm-hmm. a veteranish safety, who's probably wanting a multi-year deal yeah. and what have you. I think he finds another team. It probably just, just fine. All right. A little more, uh, Rapid fire. Jerk McKinnon. I'm in. 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 Are they? He, he may get the Super Bowl tax, though. Somebody may look at him. But he's also pushing that 30, you know? So I'd bring him back for one more year if I'm the Chiefs. But if I'm Jerick McKinnon, I'm exploring all options out there and seeing if somebody wants to overpay. Somebody wants multi-years. The only thing that's going to hurt Jerick McKinnon right now, and it's going to hurt Saquon Barkley, Ronald Jones just renegotiated his deal to stay in Green Bay and accepted $11 million per year. Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones, yeah. What did I say? Ronald, Ronald Jones. Yeah. yeah, Aaron Jones. Because you scared me for a second. like, Ronald? No, <laughs> Aaron, Aaron, I was Jones, looking right? frantically I, like, wait a minute, did that have, happen? Yeah. Didn't even have him on my list. There. Aaron, Aaron Jones just signed yeah. a, an extension to stay in Green Bay and not touch, touch the free agent market at $11 million. And he's a pretty damn good yeah. running back. All right. So that's a little of what would we do? What will they do? There's mm-hmm. a lot. That's not even the full list, really. No, we got I more mean, to get to. They have a lot of work to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They'll do it. It'll be fine. But uh, they have a lot of decisions to be made. And if you're a Chiefs fan right now, and you, this is the way you got to approach the offseason, whatever you do, I'm in. Yeah, they think they've bought themselves long enough. Because leash. as much yeah. as we, we've shown you that free agency is, is a scam and it's a, a tax on the bad teams in the NFL, come March 15th, Chiefs fans are going to see certain guys signing and start to lose their minds. Well, Why aren't we signing? You have to be smart in free agency. You've got to be all. smart. Free agency is a tax on the bad teams. Uh, we need to find the, this gentleman. If someone knows him, this guy got handed the trophy. Yeah. How far would you have run next? Fesco in the morning. One of the greatest duos. Brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. 610 Sports Radio. Living here in Brett Feeds Town. Without him, Patrick is not around. Out at Arrowhead, they're winning games, throwing touchdowns, holding parades. And Travis is catching the ball, dropping dimes to Tyreek and more. And our sacks are coming from Chris Jones. Ty's making plays. We need more parade. 
said we're living here in Breadfeech Town. Living here in Breadfeech Yeah, baby. <laughs> yes, it does. Another of my favorite parts. This has got potential. Buddy. Yeah. Well, I left that in there because when, when Ryan was producing, I was just kind of leaving that in there for him, saying, "Hey, this has got potential, buddy." I didn't know he'd leave it in there on the song, but it definitely does have. It does have potential, and it has had potential. And we've got our Brett Veach Town T-shirts. We released a new one the other day, um, and it is it's it's a red T-shirt with white lettering. It says "65 TPT Wasp." Corn dog, and you know what? If you're in Kansas City, all of that makes perfect sense to you, right? It makes perfect sense to you. It's one of the things that I really do love about sports is that, like, it's so uh, provincial at times, and and really in all sports except for the NFL, it's so provincial. But even something like this is so provincial. Like, you wear that shirt around Kansas City, everybody knows what that means. You wear that shirt in in Miami, people are going to look at you and go, "What the hell is on your shirt? Did you just throw letters up there and try to figure something out?" So we've got that shirt. We got the Burrowhead My Ass shirt. We got the Shut Your Mouth Jabroni shirt. We got the Brett Veach Town T-shirts. All for sale for $20. They are available via a link that B-Dub will send you if you text the J Southland Tow Service right now at 913-586-7610. Send B-Dub a message. Hey, I want the link. I want the shirts. And B-Dub will send you the link. I want to know who the dude is that got the trophy at the parade. Yeah, I do too. It's it's making national news, right? I saw it in the New York Post yesterday. I've seen it all over the it's joint. It's just such a great video. It's so good. Mahomes has got the trophy in his hand at the parade, and he goes over towards the uh, the edge of the crowd, and he s- smiles, and he takes a picture with the guy. Right, right, right. And then for some reason turns around and hands the guy the trophy and walks away. Yeah, walks away. Like he just gave the guy, like he was like, like it's he almost was giving his, his phone he's back, He's handing right? him his yeah. phone back. Yeah. But he handed him the trophy and said and just walked away and thought nothing of it. Just Does anybody kinda... know that guy? Do you know that guy? Uh. Do you know that guy, B-Dub? You don't know that guy, no. right? Does anybody know that guy? If you guys know that guy, let us know who he is on the Jay Southland Tow Service text line, 913-586-7610. Let us know who he is. We want to get that dude on the show because – you, you asked how far you would run with that trophy, right? This is Kansas City. We would have run right back to Patrick Mahomes to make sure he had that trophy. That trophy was never getting taken by anybody because if that dude did try to keep that trophy, everybody else would have whooped his ass and said, that's Patrick's trophy. You need to give that back. It was just amazing, though. Hands the guy. He doesn't even hand the guy the trophy for the picture. He just steps in and does a selfie with, with the guy. The, with the thing and then right? hands him the. And then the guy turns around and wants to say thank you. And probably goes, oh, thank you. And hands him the trophy and then just spins and walks away like, like nothing. Oh, it was so good. Yeah, it was we so were, great. I want more of the video too because I want to see how fast. It was. Yeah, the video. Oh, cuts it, it out. took yeah. a so minute because we were watching the TV. To dive feed. in to dive in and go give that back. Yeah, we were watching the TV feed and my wife said. Wow, how'd they get the replica? He gave him the replica trophy back to the crowd, and I was like, I don't think that's the replica. That's the real deal. And, you know, it took a minute, but the guy rolling with the case that was holding the trophies yeah. eventually walked over there and commandeered the trophy he, he back. He got it back. Yeah, people are on the text. I go, it's a replica. Who cares if it's a replica or not? You still got a Super Bowl trophy handed to you from Patrick I would Mahomes. love a replica. Yeah, I would, too. I'd take a replica right now. Yeah. I got a buddy of mine who has replica World Series trophies. Yeah, no, that'd be great. Be outstanding. I think it'd be so cool to have. Wouldn't that be cool to have in your house? Oh, yeah. Like, everybody's got all these crappy knickknacks and, you know, precious moments hanging up. Put the Super Bowl trophy under a spotlight. 
I mean, I just love it. it Hummels like, my yeah. ass. Give me the trophy. Yeah, sure. And it was <laughs> the, the handoff <laughs> just so great. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Spins away. I see a couple security people. They're kind of like, oh, let's keep moving, Patrick. I'm like, yeah. somebody get that trophy? I be. I think it's fantastic. I love it, man. So, I love every so minute. Anyway, I don't know who that dude was, but thumbs up to that guy. Yeah. If you guys know who that guy is, though, let us know. We want to get that dude on the show. This from the text on the 816. Those Italian sausages are the best. Hmm, okay. I'd like to know more about that. That'd be good. Yeah. Text line's yours. I You do what you want with it. 913-586-7610. The Jay Southland yeah. Toe Service text line. Uh, another great Patrick Mahomes stat that comes out of the uh, comes out of the Super Bowl. Um Wins in State Farm Stadium. This is so this good. Season. This is amazing. Kansas City Chiefs two, Arizona Cardinals one. Can you imagine that? They only won one home game this year. I didn't know. I didn't know what they're. I mean, I know was it was bad, yeah. but one home game. Well, it's probably the field. I mean, I knew they lost the opener, but I thought that you, you surely. Did you really game. follow the Cardinals much after no, that? Though? No, no, no. I tried to watch like the first episode of the Hard Knocks. I didn't even just go to in see there. just to see how, and it was it was pretty bad. By, like, by the time that came out, things had already gone south out there, and I'm like, man, I'm not interested in these people. Now, if it was doing like you know the Chiefs, I'd be watching. Arizona Cardinals were one and eight at home this year. Chiefs had more wins in their stadium this year than they did. Correct, the first one of the year and the last one of the year. Correct. Congratulations, Chiefs! It's unbelievable. I love it. Uh oh. It's time for another Spectre Interjector. Good morning, Bob. Good morning, Josh. Good morning, B-Dub. Good morning, Text Line. You know, we are now five days removed from the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl and two days removed from the Chiefs Championship Parade on Wednesday. And it's just such a great example of, you know, how much pride this city not only takes in its sports teams, but in, in our community. And this is only crazy to me because... It came up in my, you know, in my memories, but I moved and started at 610 Sports Radio 10 years ago this week. Okay, in February Ugh. of 2013, I had moved from Washington, D.C., where I had lived my entire life outside of four years of college, drove across the country with my mom, and moved into downtown Kansas City in February of 2013. Now, I may have some of the timeline messed up, but I moved in in between the two massive snowstorms that hit that month. Monday night, my first day of work, Elijah Johnson scored 38 points at Iowa State, and Mel Weatherwax attacked Bill Self. <laughs> and then I want to say it was like Wednesday of that week, Alex Smith got traded to Kansas City. A crazy first 72 hours of work. I even remember sitting in with Danny and CDOT, and they were asking me, like, what the expectations for Kelvin Herrera were supposed to be. I was like, who the hell is Kelvin Herrera? And they looked at me sideways like I was supposed to know who that was. So just a wild 72 hours professionally. But I just remember moving here and saying to myself, all right, I'm going to be here for a year, and then I'm out. I'm driving from the plaza to downtown during rush hour, and there's nobody on the street. There's no traffic. It's not what I'm used to. I'm all alone in this little, you know, 500-square-foot apartment. Don't know anybody outside of the people at work. It it, it was tough, honestly. I, I went to restaurants by myself and sat at the bar and you know i don't know what i was hoping for but it was it was tough moving to a new city away from everything that i'd ever known and now it's crazy to fast forward 10 years and you know married kid unfortunately a house in the suburbs but really looking at the city and you know the growth of downtown and the crossroads and the ballpark coming to downtown eventually 
You know, there was certainly like this feeling of flyover country when I first moved, but this isn't flyover country anymore. Kansas City has established itself as one of the real players, not only in the Midwest, but as a, uh, you know, one of the cities on the rise in the entire country. And I guess what I really wanted to say was, even though I'm not from here, Kansas City is home. Uh, If I'm fired tomorrow, Kansas City will still be home. I love this city. I love the people. I love the culture. I love everything about it. Um, And I'm just thankful for, you know, everybody who's listened over the last 10 years, interacted over the last 10 years, for all the friends and family that I've made in the city, Bob and Josh, who, you know, welcome in to 20-something to their show back in 2013. Um, I'm just really thankful, and I think, you know, celebrating 10 years in here, here in Kansas City along with Parade Week and the third championship, second Super Bowl, it, it's just really cool that everything's come together this week um, on the 10-year anniversary in which I've moved here. I mean, for gosh sakes, I even say Ope now when I run into people. So <laughs> I guess I am a true you Midwesterner should. at heart. That's it. Long-winded way of wow. saying thank you, but uh, I'll let you guys get back to the show. Wow. Speck wow. got all this way of making it about himself that the teams have won, right? It's all in his feelings here on an interjector. Yeah, I mean, wow. I mean, this, 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 this text line, though. I mean, I'll just can we just read these real fast? Sure, Send sure. Spec back. We want shout it out. Spec had a drive with his mommy. Go back to D.C. Commode. Nice try, Spec. Bring back shout it out. Who cares, Spec? Wow. Bring back shout it out. He opened out. himself up to you guys. He, he really he became did. very yeah. vulnerable there. Ten years is a big milestone. Yeah, it, it and, is. And I remember the day that he started here because you and I slept at the now defunct Ramada Inn that's a car wash. <laughs> It's better, way better now. It's way better as a car wash than as that Ramada. And that place was was a flea bag. It was scary. It was scary. And and that and we slept there because like, oh, you got to sleep because you're not going to be able to make it to work. Also, the last last time I'd ever done that. I'm never doing that again. I'm like, I, I'll make it. We'll make it work. We'll be fine. I got a Bronco. You got a Jeep. We're good. We're good. We'll throw on four wheel drive. Dub's got a big old truck. We'll we'll make it. We'll be fine. Plus, there's nowhere to stay around here. Plus, we don't live very far we don't from live here very anyway. Far. It's a thirteen-minute drive. Did that in the first place, but anyway. I mean, it was bizarre that they made us do that. And and it, like Specter was like, we were in between bosses, if I believe as well. And they're like, well, you got to stay over there at the Ramada Inn because you know you may not make it in to be on the air. Like we were in essential employees or something, right? And so we did. I mean, and and I'm not gonna lie, you were doing the KU post game that night. And I remember you coming into the room, uh, like at midnight. And, and oh, I we shared like, a room too. Yeah. That by the way, we it. shared yeah. a room. Yeah. That, yeah. That's the other thing. Yeah. We made a share a room. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, we'll get you your own room. No, you're going to share a room. You're going to stay at this flea bag. I don't know about you, Josh, but I felt like there were bugs crawling all over me that night, and it was just oh, so disgusting. I, I didn't sleep. It was like it just came in. And you, you, and I don't think in, either of us took the covers off or anything. In my like, clothes, and I just lay. I think I laid on uh, the top seat like, alarm. Eh, 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 okay, let's go. Get out. Right. Uh, but the but the city has, yeah, it's absolutely progressed. Oh, it's huge! It's it's unbelievable. Winning yeah. a winning sports city does help that as well. I think it does jumpstart a lot of things you do. But hey, this this city is at times unwillingly <laughs> embraced change. Yeah, I mean, look at all the change that we've seen in ten years. Both of our franchise, all three better. of our franchises have, have won championships. Sporting. The Royals, the Chiefs, everybody's won a championship. I mean, 10 years ago, nobody had won a championship, right? Nobody was talking about that kind of stuff. We were just hoping to go 500 in baseball and get out of our way in football. Um, and and so, yeah, a lot has changed. The streetcar, the stadium, the um, the airport, everything downtown. 
that has just blown up. I mean, this is this is a city that you you look at like lists all the time of top places in America, growing seas and surprise great places. Kansas City's always on the list of great places and places to be and things that are up and coming. We've got great restaurants now. I mean, it's just an unbelievable place that is currently on the grow. The last 10 years have been a renaissance. And I really do believe that the Royals had the biggest impact in not only changing sports here in Kansas City, but helping the city create an image of itself of where it is right now. Because for for a long time, as long as I lived here, everybody goes, they can't do, oh, no, not here, uh-uh. And then the Royals went out there and won, and everybody embraced Kansas City and loved up Kansas City and was proud to be from Kansas City. 2014, the Royals winning changed the the, the self-perception that we had here of our town. From the uh, from the text line, 913-586-7610, the Jay Southland Toast Service text line. Congrats, Spec. Thanks for joining the Midwest. Another one says, Spec has made the station better, but only by getting off the air. Mm-hmm. Love you, Spec. LOL. 913-586-7610. Want a really dumb idea for the football fan? Uh, we'll get to that next. Fesco in the morning. <laughs> Brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. 610 Sports Radio. This comes from uh, Albert Breer, an update on Eric Bieniemy. Says he'll be back in Ashburn. At the uh, site of the uh, the commodes, uh, to continue talks with the commanders coach Ron Rivera today. Sources say they'll cover staffing and contract this morning. Things go well. Washington could have its OC by the end of the day. Wow, look at that! Rivera and Andy Reid have been in touch too. Yeah, that's great, man. So they got to put his own stamp on an offense, I guess. Right, going to uh, to Washington. So it looks like that's very close to happening, and he'll join uh, Ron Rivera, will Eric Bieniemy in Washington. Right. Uh, who's his quarterback is still the question. Right? Sam Howell would be the answer. We answered that yesterday. But Do you think they told the enemy that yet? Or do you think they're not like, they're like you know, when you, you take a new job, sometimes they don't tell you about all the dirty things that are out there about mm-hmm. the job. You know, mm-hmm. you, you never go to a job interview and you go, well, it, it, it's not like you're, you're, you know, you're interviewing a Kruger Industrial Smoothing and they're like, all right, fine, whatever, we'll just hire you. This place sucks. But, you know, you go into a place, they're not going to tell you the bad things about it. Do you think they told Eric Bieniemy that, like, Patrick Mahomes isn't going to be there, and it's going to be who did you say? Sam Howell. Correct. Do you think he knows that? Do you think they've like? Do you think they've even asked what think. can you do with Sam Howell? Yeah. And Eric Bieniemy's like who? <laughs> Based on what I've watched, no, I've watched none of Sam Howell. <laughs> you want a terrible idea? I thought that was one right there. Yeah, it was Sam it's, Howell. Yeah, Sam Howell. Uh, Sam Howell. Terrible, yeah. terrible idea. Yeah, I heard right. of him. I think this is the worst idea I've ever heard for the National Football League. This is the dumbest this would be idea ever. Crossing the the greed bridge. Right. And finally reaching the other side. Reaching the other side. Okay, we we've, okay. we've we've kind of let the NFL be greedy. We let the NFL make all the money. But they've also but been they've very also rewarded us. Yeah, they have. Okay. As a fan, you get your games. CBS ain't going bankrupt and you may not see your baseball games. Former ESP ESPN president John Skipper drops by the uh, the Dan Levitard show quite a bit and 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 spews his thoughts and every time I come across him I figure out why he's the 
former um but I also President. hear stuff like this and wonder, he's been in meetings where stuff like this has probably been discussed. Yeah. How All about, right, give us your ideas. And somebody threw out this one. How about a, how about a pay-per-view Super Bowl? I assume that there's some number of people, it's the only game they watch the entire year, but they don't want to be left out. That's a pretty great place to be for a live event, which is that 50% of the country does not want to be left out. It leads me to a slightly different discussion, which is if half the country is watching your game um, and they're watching it for free, how many of those people would pay a big sum of money to watch the game? And we talked about, and you've you've kind of floated this notion before of perhaps Mm -hmm. the Super Bowl being a pay-per-view event, uh, which I, I look at 113 million people. I look at the NFL largely being available on broadcast television, which you could theoretically buy a $29 piece of hardware and watch uh, at any time. Uh, but you seem to think that there could be a financial future where the NFL looks towards the Super Bowl and says, we could be making a lot more money off of this. Why wouldn't they? I mean, if you just assume that half of the people watched would still figure out a way to watch um, if it costs $200, $250 for a household, you're just going to have more of what David said. You can have bigger parties, uh, which is, I don't know how many households, uh, it's, it's, I assume half the households in the United States watched. Um, if it was only a quarter of the households who were willing to pay $250 to have a party at their house, uh, it would still get you into the billions of dollars for a single game. Um, and that is the single best way I can think of for the NFL to increase their annual revenue take for their clubs is to make the Super Bowl a pay-per-view event. Oh, my God. That is the most ridiculous idea that I've ever heard. And, and then it has you disaster your, for the league written all over then it. Then you cut your – I mean, if you want to get – you want to try to see who's going to pay for it right. and then cut the rest of your audience and welcome to baseball. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, that's, that's exactly that's, what that's that baseball's is. Yeah, model. That's a bad deal, man. Like $250. Are you going to pay $250 to watch the Super Bowl? I mean, that's a lot of money that he suggested out there. This isn't a no, you're gonna, $39.95 but deal. But would you partner up with people to do it? Probably. You you, you may. You may. Or Depends you may, on who's in it, though. But, but you, also, you may be, yeah, sure. You may be a selective Super Bowl watcher then. Right. I mean, like, if it's ah, the Eagles taking on the Bengals, I wouldn't pay for that, you know? Whatever, 250 Yeah, like. Or last year. That's what I'm saying. The yeah, Rams I mean, or Bengals? Rams no, Bengals? no yeah. I wouldn't have done that. No. No, I would have been like, well, I would have been angry and whatever. And been, no, I'm out. Um, no, you'd be going through all the levels people tell us they go through to watch baseball. Right. That's what you'd be doing. But I also think if you do something like that, while it may make you some money off the Super Bowl, it's going to kill your fan base because how many fans are going to look at it and go, you know what? You're making the final game of the season a pay-per-view event. Screw it. I'm out. I'm not going to watch any of your games. I, I think that would be the worst thing that the National Football League could do. I don't think they're going to go that route. I don't think they have the nerve to go that route because they know how important the TV product has been to the success of this league. They know how important the fans getting that TV product has been to the success of this league. $250 for the Super Bowl, you can get NFL Sunday ticket for another 50 bucks basically for the entire year and get every regular season game that is not on in your market. Why would I pay $250 to watch the Super Bowl? I, I, I really hope John Skipper was just making something up there and if it was something that was discussed, I hope it was shut down quickly because that would be that would be the death nail for the NFL. We always wonder what could bring down the National Football League, and we all look around and go, not much. Um, if you started doing the Super Bowl on pay-per-view at $250 a shot to watch that game, 
I think that would be something that would potentially cripple the NFL, cripple the league. Short-term money for a long-term collapse is what that would be. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.